0: My great-grandfather, Jesse Strange, was born a slave and freed in his 20s. His 12 children were born free and referred to as the first free-born generation. In this podcast series, I interview Jesse Strange's descendants in order to document our stories. This is Strange Family Folklore. This year's Strange Family Reunion, we honored 12 second freeborn generation elders. My mother, Velma Mae Roberson, was one of the honorees, along with two of her older brothers. I managed to pull my Uncle Herbert aside for a short interview.
1: Uncle Herbert, I am so glad you were able to sit down with me during our 82nd family reunion.
2: Well, I'm proud to sit with you.
1: You are a hard man to pin down. I thought you were in your 80s. Why are you still working so hard? Well,
2: I don't work so hard. I just stay busy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference?
2: (laughs) Well, I don't do hard work. I just do soft work.
1: But over your lifetime, you have worn many hats. Can you talk a little bit about the jobs that you've had?
2: Well, I started off Working in the mill, Dan River. I worked there for about five years. So I decided I wanted to move on out. Put in a notice, two weeks, and left. Went to New Jersey. Stayed up there for about seven years, and I loved every day of it. I was a mixer there. a mixed up the dough for the cookies. I loved it. My wife wanted to come back home to the family which it was great, because the kids had started the school. The school is not that great up there. There was a lot of stuff going on, so, they started school when they were four years old. Came down here and they had to wait till they were six before they could go to school. It's a blessing that I came back, because I came back to be with the parents. It was just a blessing to come back. It was always good to be around the family, and especially the one that brought you into the world. Say so the Lord has been good.
1: When did you start your construction company? I started
2: construction, and I'd say maybe about seven to eight, something like that. In about seven to eight, I bought me a truck. Okay,
0: so, in addition to all the family reunion background noise, of course one of my cousins had to announce on the mic that lunch was served. Actually, delicious food is half of the appeal for our three-day reunions, where we feast on a different menu each day. Anyway, back to Uncle Herbert. I went West
2: Virginia in about 76. Well, really, I worked at Goodyear for a couple of years. I didn't like that. So I bought me a truck and went to West Virginia, and we hauled coal for two or three years. I enjoyed that until the mine went down. Then I came back and started construction. Grading and hauling and doing demolition, demolishing. I loved that. And finally, they realized no need to turn these houses down. They rebuild them. So they start rebuilding the houses and fix them up. So I said, let's give it up. I just peel around and do a little work around home. So I'm on Easy Street now, <laughs> and I don't do much.
1: When did you mm-hmm. run for mayor?
2: I ran for mayor. You see, it's been oh, it's been a good 10 years ago, about 10 years ago. And you know what was so funny about it? I never tried to ask for no money or nothing. My daughter come down from Maryland, and she gave me money. And I did work for a church below me. They knew that I was running for mayor. They came over and put a big check at my house. Left it there. They called me and told me where it was at. When we went to vote, that Saturday, people was coming up, giving me money. And the same people gave me more money. I had did work for these people at the church down there, and he told me, he said, "Herb, if you join our church, you won't have nothing to worry about. We'll take care of you." Yeah, but that won't work. I didn't like that. But anyway, people were selling cakes, having sales, bake sales, and everything. I wasn't doing nothing. People just bringing me money, and I end up winning. It. They couldn't believe it. This girl baked cakes, man, and stuff, sell them. I ain't baked nothing. So when it won, the man at the film home had me and Dot to ride his limousine and gave us candy and stuff.
0: Dot, aka Aunt Dorothy, his uncle Herbert's wife.
2: That was doing, was it Halloween? I believe it was Halloween time or something, yeah. He gave us a big bag of candy. They throw out to the people because the peoples in line, they had a parade. It was a parade, yeah. And we throw can out to them. Man, we rode that limousine all over North Carolina. Came down here in Virginia, rode it all over Cascade. I said, man, look at here.
1: <laughs> I am just amazed, because so many politicians, fundraising, and you didn't have to do any of that.
2: I didn't do nothing. I didn't ask for a dime. People gave me money. Just come up and give me money.
1: Just based on your reputation. Based
2: on the reputation. The other people is selling and going on, trying to make it. They said we going to win it. We're going to win it. And they were shocked when I won. It. How Shock. old were
1: you when you won? <laughs> or do you remember the I'd year? i say maybe.
2: I might have been 70. 70 years old. Yeah, about 70. They were shocked. Well, I was too. Because <laughs> when you're running like that, you got... It was four or five running. You don't know who gonna win. One lady said, Well, I'm gonna win this, I'm gonna win this, then it won't so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many terms did you serve?
2: I'm still the mail. I think you're supposed to have something down there today at the fire station. I'm thinking they supposed to be picking another one today for a mayor.
1: So you've been mayor for about fifteen years.
2: Oh yeah, I was that long time.
1: You were also the president of our family reunion Uh for about 33 years,
0: is that right?
2: Right, yep, long time. I'm the one cleaning this place off of the shelter.
0: The shelter is family built, family owned, and family run on family land. Uncle Herbert was pivotal in the shelter's construction where we hold our reunions.
2: I cleaned it off. I uh, had some friends that worked at the factory. I ordered all the material material was $2,100. After we got the material, first thing we did was fix the cement flow. Man, put this whole flow in for $1,700. That was cheap. That was cheap. Cement now costs you $100, whatever, swell, whatever. Back then, it was only about $35. It's a whole lot cheaper. But me and Shorty did a lot of work.
0: Shorty, a.k.a. Sherman Adams, son of Lucille and Clyde Adams, is one of the many relatives who volunteered to build and maintain the shelter.
2: We had it framed up, and we going to put the top on, it's Shorty and I. So, we were busy here. After we get the shelter then, see I was working, I had a job working with APEC hauling asphalt. I go to work at 7 o'clock in the evening, get off 6 in the morning, I would come and buy stuff for the bathroom and the kitchen. We made that kitchen, fix it, and the bathroom.
1: So how many years has this shelter been here? When did you first break ground to build it?
2: I'm not sure. I would say back in 80. I believe we broke the ground in about 80. Wait a minute. Let's say 90. Back in the 90s. I believe we built it back then because I hadn't bought my truck. I bought me a tandem truck, because I was working with APEC, hauling asphalt, and also buying material and had a man working here.
1: What do you see as your legacy when you reflect back on your life?
2: Well, I enjoyed everything I was doing. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed fixing the shelter for the family because we wanted something bigger. The families were getting larger. We were using tents. So I thought we would rent tents from the funeral home. And the families getting larger, I said, we need a shelter. Me and Clyde Adams, we got together and bought money. Put our name down. Clyde was a big help. Finishing money, we go to the bank and get it. We have family unions and they would pay it back. We got this shelter built you wouldn't believe it, and the bathrooms and everything here, you know, less than 50000 No, 50000 wait a minute. 5000 Just because all we did, is did the bottom and the top in the bathroom. We spent about five, no more than $6,000. Of 2000 on the rafters. Now, this is addition.
0: Uncle Herbert gestures to the extension of the original shelter, Where we were sitting,
2: but from right there back, we spent about fifty thousand. But now we done added on this right here. I think we did real good. One guy, he said, I'll build that for y'all for forty thousand dollars. That's where we started the shelter. He gonna do it for forty thousand. I got it all this done for five thousand dollars, the top and the float. That's the difference. He come to me. He said, how about that estimate I give you? I said, well, we end up getting somebody else a little bit cheaper, a whole lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I think we did good. And it but, was
1: all with volunteer labor.
2: Yeah, we did volunteer labor. But mm-hmm. well, me and Shorty, we did a lot putting the top on. I had somebody put the rafters and all, put channels on it. So I think we come out really good. That
1: is awesome. The skill set in the family
2: we didn't have a bathroom we was written outside come over toilets we decided we wanted toilets outside me and Clyde went and bought money we bought two thousand dollars got it built for about nine hundred dollars Carl did the digging i bought the gravel and i covered it up all he had to do was dig the hole and put the pipes in you said carl Carl uh, anna's husband
0: Annie Pearl Walton is the granddaughter of Jesse Strange
2: the Younger. He dug the hole and put the pipe in. And I put the gravel in it and covered it up. He wanted about 1600 to do it. Back then it was cheap. So we come out good on that.
1: Well, Uncle Herbert, I thank you so much for sitting down with me briefly and talking about the history of the shelter and your life. but. We need to get in line to get some food, right? Come on, girl. (laughs) Okay. There you go.